0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 6 of A Wee Bit of Everything with your hosts, Clark and Lewis. Today, we have a 3 piece challenge heads on our shoulders and we're going to take you a tour around the planning, training, executing and reflections from the amazing journey we embarked on after completing the West Hangway Way in 2017. So what was it you're thinking? It's not what you'll be thinking. It's not the normal challenge um, that you may have heard of, um, which is completing the three peaks in your car, and you've got 24 hours to do it, so you drive between the peaks and climb them. We thought we'd take it to an extreme level, and we tried to achieve 436 miles of running and walking, which equals 60 miles per day, and also climbing the three highest mountains in the process. Let me tell you, as I just said, it is an extreme running challenge and do not try this at home. What we say in this podcast is our anecdotal experience and we're acutely aware what works or doesn't work for us may or may not transfer into your world. We set our sights high as we always do to try and do it all by foot from the base of Snowdon to the peak of Ben Nevis. We try to take it to the next level after completing the West Highland Way in 2017. Between the two of us, we ran ourselves to physical breakdown. And to put it bluntly, we wanted to learn from this experience and put ourselves back into the arena at the base of Snowden and try it again with a different mindset and a different strategy, of course. Does that make sense? That makes perfect
1: sense. Couldn't have said it better myself. Let's go then. And so, why, then. so why, why we done this challenge, the main there was three key reasons why we done it, was to inspire people to engage more in physical exercise, within, with whatever that means to them. So it doesn't necessarily mean going and doing a challenge to that capacity, but it's to encourage people to, to exercise more because it's one of our top values and we feel it's very important, especially as physical educators. We raise money for mental health in the UK for a charity called Young Minds. So we wanted to get the attention of, wanted to make it a big project so that we could raise as much money as possible because mental health is quite prevalent today in society. And to promote the power of a growth mindset by modeling teamwork and ambition, similar to what we did with the West Highland way through an endurance challenge. And the overall reason why, let's be serious, why we wanted to do it, mate, was because we wanted to see what we were truly capable of. I believe it was. Those three things are are all fine and well, but it's I just think there's something exciting about pushing your body to see how far it can go before it does break down. And that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a good point you've made. We, we push ourselves to the limit and we found the limit. Because a lot of people don't find the limits.
1: It's better finding your own limits than people limiting you, is what I've Absolutely. found with doing that. I think, that's, I think that's important. So, in today's episode, we're going to break it down so that it keeps it quite structured. So we're going to go through the preparation phase, so all the planning we put into place to get the wheels in motion with this thing. The training phase, so the, the, the grueling runs that we did and preparation for the actual action phase that we talk about later. And then we're gonna summarise it, just the, the takeaway messages from the full challenge, what went wrong, what we're gonna do what we could do next time to, to make it that bit better and hopefully get the success that we were looking for should we attempt it again. So what were, so we'll talk about the preparation phase first then mate. What were the what what were some of the, the things we had to do to get this in motion because it, it was a a good solid year in the planning, wasn't it? Following the West Island Way expedition.
0: For me, Lewis, it was like a, it was like completing a PhD. It was almost it's a full time job on top of a full time job as a
1: PE teacher. It was yeah. took a lot of hours, doesn't it? It was like I can remember some of those runs we were doing was like, like sixteen hours. So that's like two shifts at work just running. I
0: don't know. There was one weekend we just ran the full weekend. I think apart from sleeping at night. But we're we'll touching that be a bit later. So what did we do to get it in motion? As I said, it was a year in the planning. The first mistake we probably made was trying to come up with what we could call it. We tried to call it, we came up with the three peaks, two men, one week. Now, looking back, it sounds good. It sounds good to to someone listen to it, but maybe it wasn't the best idea because it made us then have to complete 60 miles a day. For the slogan. For the slogan. So basically... (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It sounds good, but in an actual practice, it was very, very difficult. Aye, it was achieve. a bit.
1: I was shooting for the stars there. My mum had a belt. Hers was three me- three peaks, two men, and ten. That would have been a bit more achievable. Did she say? Oh, I don't know. I know. I know. But we'd already had that one sorted. But or even my mum had
0: one as well. Three peaks, two men, three weeks. <laughs>
1: three, two, three.
0: <laughs> 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 did did, your dad, did your dad have one? <laughs> Three peaks two men, two dicks. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, <anyway. laughs> right, 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 right. Anyway, it's not laughing so we don't lose time.
1: Right, so. <laughs> 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 And that was one of the key bits of advice we got off a, an experienced ultra runner who was, was a guy from Edinburgh, Dr Andrew Murray, he he gave us that advice but I think it was a bit too a little too late because we'd already, uh, it was just before the event we, we got that so that's a, a good learning point going forward. Like he sent us an email just to say, why don't you just say you're going
0: to do 45 mile a day and then see if you can, obviously if you can do your sixth degree, then at least you're surpassing your surpassing what you're you're telling everybody so it's probably better to go war and break it but but the reason we wanted to keep it a week was to try and break break the course record the course record was like 13 days so we thought if we Mm. did it for a week then we'll give ourselves a lot of contingency
1: but probably too much contingency and not enough actual realism Uh, yeah exactly but too naive to be honest but anyway yeah so there was
0: no so there was no really any margin for error because of that uh, but the we also alongside the, the actual performance side of the project, we tried to create a, like a, a documentary from the, mm-hmm. the from uh, the inspiration we got from Mark Bowen. His first trip around the world was uh, showed by the BBC. So he took a GoPro around the the world with him, and we bought a GoPro, GoPro and tried to video as much as we could. But obviously,
1: that's <laughs> the only thing we bought. We bought a drone and all that get used like once. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We bought a drone and died it. Uh,
0: Direct
1: oh, direct we had £11 a month for two years. £11 God, a month for two years to pay off a drone that we used once and in a training that. Sold, sold, it, sold, it, sold it to a guy for 200 quid. I know. And, and then, then <laughs> Aye, so, I mean, cause You don't need all the, all the fancy equipment and that, because you can, capture, you can capture it better, I think, just just with a GoPro. Like, like what he did in his first one round mm-hmm. the world, he did it self-supported using a GoPro. And then just give all the footage to someone at the end, and then they could they they, they they would have edited it all for him and and made it look yeah, made it look yeah, it, it makes it look more authentic, doesn't it? Because mm-hmm. if if you're if you're doing it properly, then you need all filming crews and all that. We I mean, just didn't have those resources at our feet to be honest. Well, I actually,
0: I actually, met I actually met one of Mark Bowen's film crew guys. that goes on tour with him, and he he goes to do his challenges. I met him at Stirling Uni. Right? Um, okay, to give, to give us some some insight into how we do that, but. Mm-hmm. It was a bit unrealistic, but it was funny we used to take the drone in the boot all the training runs and we'd just look at it and ah, we not taking it today and it was just, just a
1: hassle it was just a hassle to set up wasn't it and then I think about try to take the control and you need to sync it up to your phone and then run them. Like, after 20 aye, minutes you need somebody to do it for you that's like knows how to fly them and capture the right bits and that so that was just a total waste of money but anyway yeah. got some good videos of the Clyde with it and <laughs> <laughs> putting in alright um, so, so we
0: so the big, the big part of the project is obviously the financial side of things. So you want to tell everybody about how we managed to secure some uh, fifteen hundred pound of funding.
1: Remember that I've, night at the Crown. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was, um no, that was that was from the, the financial side of it. Was it was quite expensive because we had to pay for all the petrol. We had a, a fair whack of grub to buy, and we had to pay for all our accommodation along the way. And we also like we, it paid for equipment as well. So compression socks we got running shoes with it so we actually paid for a lot of stuff with that with that funding we actually needed to pay more like out of, out of our own money that we'd saved up as well because yeah, it, it of still wasn't enough hand, probably I, all in all it was a, it was a fair wad of cash to, to pay for it so we went in and we delivered a wee talk to the round table and lanark who um, give funding to local initiatives and uh, football teams sports teams uh-huh. things like that and I, I knew a guy from it, and he suggested that we go in and talk to them a bit about what we were doing and why we were doing it, and we managed to secure some money from them. So that was a, that was a massive help. They were very generous, and they, they really bought into what we were doing, and they provided us with a like a physio, chiropractor, a, a chiropractor who would do work on us for free each week because of what we were doing. And that was just when it didn't go to plan. That was like the worst. That's who you felt you can almost let down the most. In that respect, mm. so it was. um I, I, because it, ends going, sh-
0: yeah, because it up going, yeah, because it ended up getting so public it's such a big project that it was out there. But mm. if anyone's listening to the land Mountain well, thanks very much for, yeah, it. We wouldn't, we wouldn't, you know, we're talking about doing it again. So there's still a lot of stuff that we'll definitely use in terms of equipment, so that yeah. we haven't got, yeah, to yeah. And another thing we had to do was get up at four thirty 30 a.m. Most or 4am, or half 3. It was like all different times in the mornings because you had to get used to running when our bodies were really tired and exhausted and uncomfortable.
1: Mm-hmm. That was one
0: of the toughest parts for me, trying to prepare your mind and body for the, the grueling shifts
1: during the night. Yeah, um, just, trying to, just try to put yourself as un- make yourself as uncomfortable as possible. Just try to replicate how you were going to feel on that day. Putting yourself yeah. in horrible situations, physically and
0: mentally. And you have to remember, like, we, tr- we started this on the 2nd of April, 2018. So mm-hmm. we had to train... All our training had to be done by the middle of March so we could taper. So if you think about it, we trained from November to the middle of March solid. Like, and that's really, through really one of the toughest winters. So right. don't know if anyone remembers, like the beast from the east, it was like, you probably remember, it was 2018, it must have been February time. We had to run, that was our biggest weekend. It was like six weeks out, so we had to do 130 miles after finishing work. Mm-hmm. So on, on, the fr- on the Friday, we got we get a text to say the school was shut. So me and Lewis were like, how are we going to do this? Lewis had already completed a 25-mile effort on the treadmill, work the week before, during the shift, didn't you? Mm. So we were like, oh, yep. we, can't, we can't do any more on the treadmill. We were sick of it. Nice. So we managed to still do 40 mile in, on the Friday from Douglas to Arlington and back, and then got a lunch, and then went back to Armington again, came back. And then on the Saturday, we left from Douglas and jogged from Douglas to Dumbarton, and remember, this, there's no the snow was filling all the pavements, so but jog jogging the main roads so away. The th- that was an extra
1: challenge. The thing is, it's that that road between Douglas and Abington is so exposed. So you're getting absolutely hammered by the wind. The, the snow was blowing horizontally into your face. It was absolutely brutal try to mm-hmm. run a blizzard aye and then on top of that you've not got your footwear so every single it's as if you are working twice as hard because every single stride you take you're not gripping the ground properly so you're sliding every single one so it's like sapping your energy that wee bit more and we started to pick up we
0: had a really bad, I had a really bad knee problem at the time um, so it was like a hundred mile we'd done that weekend 40 Friday 60 Saturday so Saturday night we spent it in
1: Dumbarton just yeah. off the, I we mean, ran from Douglas to Dumbarton. Road. We well, you're the gammy knee, man. I, it was, I I noticed the first, I, I didn't necessarily think it was an injury at this point. But remember when we did, we did two training runs from my grant when from my grand's house we stayed at and we stayed there for the night and we did two sixty milers and then we, back to backs so on the Saturday. We did two, the 60 week, two milers two weeks before. Yeah, but Saturday we did the sixty miles and then on the Sunday we did sixty miles and then see on the, the the monday morning i was getting ready to go to my placement and i had like at the front of my ankle it's like a tendon that goes from your the front of your like the top of your foot up your shin and on that tendon i had like on both legs two little pea-sized lumps i don't even know what it was it was like they were so prominent and then i spoke to i can't remember who i spoke to but he said it was cuz i had my my shoelaces tied too tight and then it was that mm-hmm. that weekend i realized i'd Potentially done a Funny wee bit damage. of damage, aye, but I didn't really think too much of it because obviously, in between those weeks, we weren't really doing much training, just like light running, and so you couldn't really see. So it was just, it was just all new. Is we didn't know, we didn't really know how to listen to our bodies properly with that because no. we'd never done something to that scale before, and I think just loads of overuse injuries were starting to come to the the, the surface, and we weren't really aware of it. We were just trying to push through the pain. I think it was no, all. Med-
0: absolutely, we've learned we'll talk a wee bit about that towards the end but we we'll, um, we'll definitely learn that we don't need to run maybe as far the next time but maybe just train a wee bit smarter and, mm-hmm. um, but moving on to the, sort of, the training we we'll kind of sort of touched on the training side of things the daily mileage target that we had to we had to hit every day was 60 miles for a week yep. So that so that meant that we had to have a weekly target so each week, our trip. What we done was we trained hard for three weeks, rested for a week, well, deload for a week, train hard for three, deload for a week, train, and that was given by Matt Bowman. He suggested that that was a good approach to take. So every week, me and Lois were completing 60 mile weeks at least, and then up to up to a hundred and thirty miles a week in the build-up. Yeah. So the 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 biggest week we'd done was
1: you know one hundred and thirty, but I think that was what I eventually done the damage. And it's just The 130 wasn't spread out over the course of the week. That was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So that was just completely hammering on the miles, just thinking more is better. And then just absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's like five and a half marathons you've done. Yeah. Aye. A weekend. Week. It's not as if you've run a marathon and then went back to work. You've done five and a half. Aye, so we're um, doing. We're aye. Always a bit. On you go. On you go. I was saying, we're doing all that training on top of a full time job. So that's that's how grueling it was we had to I was in my probation year not not my probation year I was on my my postgrad year at uni so I was I was doing my my first placement at Lark Hall at this point and I was doing I was getting up at four in the morning to do 15 mile runs before my placement and sometimes coming home and then doing a second session at night just to try and make up for the weekly mileage so it's, a, it's like a full time job on top of a, a full time job and I was working down at Ulanark at that point so it was just absolutely I was pushing my body to the absolute limits with it it was craziness
0: and you probably think like people are probably listening think we probably selling this pretty well but see this process we absolutely loved it like see yeah. getting up and doing that, like those 12 mile runs 15 mile runs before, before work we loved it didn't we? Uh, like, I, we it's not as if we didn't like we, didn't, we, we really enjoyed pushing ourselves to the limit and enjoyed working yeah. together and being ambitious. Um obviously there's really tough days when the alarm goes at half three, and you have to get out of your bed and go and run sixty miles. It does take a good hour or two to warm up and get into it, but I went to... it, took you probably, it took you probably to the end of the first twenty mile block until like eight in the morning, then you felt a lot better once you get your breakfast. Remember. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: but I sold I also sold my car as well. as was part of the planning sort of training phase. I sold my car. Uh this is quite a funny story. So I went to buy any car. In Glasgow, so I, I stayed in the south side. I stayed in the south side at the time, and I took my car to Bishop Briggs, I think it was, uh, just to get a valuation. So it was like 2,600 they said they would give me, and I bought it for 3,000 years before. So I was like, I'm only losing 400 quid. Aye, absolutely. I'll just can I just give you it now? He's like, ah, If you want, just empty your boot. So I was, I was standing, I had to phone guys to come and pick him up in Bishop Briggs. I'm standing by Canny D.A. and my buddy. The bag of footballs by the cones standing for half an hour waiting for Jessie to pick me up. She wasn't too happy that I sold the car, like, but you know, we've made it a lot of sense.
1: Why did you not know just lot run- did you not know just run home with a bag of balls in your back?
0: <laughs> That's been good training, eh? Aye, <laughs> dribbled D- them away. I, I don't know if I get through Glasgow with uh, somebody
1: trying to take them off me. <laughs> Exactly. That, well, that was that was a, a smart move selling your car, but especially because you were in Glasgow, so you could that's that's a, a, another. If you're training for something like that, it's the easiest way to get your mileage up, isn't it? It's yeah, like it, run it, it's running at a train station or it, it forces you to actually to do it because you've got no, no other way of transport unless you get the train. Uh, I read,
0: out, I learned that from Dean Carnassus. He, he said oh, it's a good idea. The ultra runner, so I just I just took the idea from him, uh, and then because I was working in the school bride at the time, so I was able to jog. All the way, I just jogged to the training as you said. Uh-huh. But, um, right, so the training plan that we had was an eighteen-week training plan, wasn't it?
1: Aye, aye eighteen, 18 was the best bit. idea. It would. Uh, so the the mileage was it would kind of build for three weeks and then it would drop by about half, and then it would build for the next three weeks and then drop by about half. So we did that about it was kind of like six four six sets of it, wasn't it? About no, that, it and then and no, then don't
0: remember it was for a hundred mile.
1: Yeah, but that was I, we, that was I, that was silly as well because that was training to build up for 100 hundred million. But we only followed that so far. We didn't. I don't even think we did the full eighteen because we, we then went on to doing those the sixties, either uh, weekend stunts and trying to get them in. Yep. So, in regard to this full challenge, but we we um, we we managed to successfully put the, the training in. Like we didn't fail doing the training. It was a training that was our. There's only
0: one run There's only one run that we didn't we didn't do and it was the last big run so mm-hmm. as I said I said we done the 40 in the of this weekend and Friday we done the 60 on the Saturday and then we ten, intended to do the 60 from Dumbarton back to, uh, back to Douglas mm-hmm. going reverse and we only and go
1: then back to Blantyre, uh, Blantyre Blantyre Blantyre, Blantyre Aspen, Aspen, right?
0: Right? So, so we only managed 30 and that was just not because of lack of effort or lack of um, mindset it was just pure injury I we we just, just
1: ourselves. I, 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 I had to actually listen to our bodies at this point in time because if we didn't it would have, would have probably been like crutches but i couldn't walk oh. properly the next day and that and then i was just yeah, that was why
0: that was why we didn't do the actual challenge because mm. we'd
1: injured ourselves six weeks
0: out and we, we kind of just tried to cling on to hope that within the six weeks we would recover but uh, we're clinging on to nothing really it was uh, I had, I went to
1: a I went to physios and everything to try and get all these different therapies to try and promote like the blood flow th- into my Achilles tendon. And that was the worst part. Was apparently like, I I just gave myself tendonitis in it just purely because mm-hmm. the just the constant volume, with and, the repetition. Like, aye, just that constant striking the ground, and um, I still don't think it's been a hundred percent right since. But it's I've been able to I've certainly been able to go out running that, and it's not gave me. But I've not been doing the. The same amount of mileage as what what I would have been doing. So let
0: um, so wait and see.
1: Aye, that was the that was that was my downfall. Was my my Achilles that just gave just broke down. Completely.
0: So you want to go through a wee bit about the sort of reflection, evaluation on what we actually managed to achieve in day one, and obviously a wee bit about
1: the team that we had, Matt Bowman and stuff like that helping. Is it? Aye. So the, with the so with the actual challenge itself. So we started. Was it April we started? It was just. April, can you remember? April we were, 2nd I think So we had, it was me, Clark, obviously My cousin Graham who managed to source a big What was that car, The car that you had? It's 4x4 like, pickup it a big Ford, big Ford Ranger It was a Ford Ranger pickup pick So that was, the, the, the trailer part That was absolutely filled to the brim With all our stuff, all our running gear, all our food Like can you remember the photo you put on Twitter With all the bagels? <laughs> that was, you had a mountain, you had a, a, a mountain of bagels You had three peaks of bagels in your kitchen
0: <laughs> cost a fortune
1: aye absolutely I can remember the photo Jess sent me it was absolutely mental but aye oh, so it was a, it, it was, uh, it was uh, me, you, Graham Becky from who I used to work with so she was doing a sports therapy course at the time and we just had her to help with the recovery side of it like at night time for, for, to get like a kind of deep tissue massage and just try and recover the muscles as best as possible. Again we didn't really know what we were doing. We didn't know how helpful that would be because we'd never we'd never tried it before. We had no experience in it. So we just hoped for the best. We tried to put a kind of team together and see see how it went. But I we got we got down to Snowdon and we were in that the, the hostel, the youth hostel and we got up fresh as a daisy first morning. We were absolutely buzzing, I can remember it. I, I no the like night before we climbed Snowden, we climbed Snowden the like night before did up? I we we climbed it and then aye, that was right actually and then we just left Sunday it. night. because we could get that out of the way and then I that made sense to do it that way. because then snow- we were time finished by the Sunday night and Ben Nevis. It was still aye. a week. Yeah, climbed Snowden at <laughs> night time just the way the logistics worked out, and then we went to bed in the hostel at the bottom, and then we set foot. But can you remember? As, as can soon, remember the weather? As, as soon as we woke up, it would not hadn't it been snowing when we climbed up Snowden. And then we get out in the morning and it was like two feet of snow. I was like, oh my God, here we go. You're just into the Welsh Valleys and it was just dark. Couldn't you see a thing? Just, just your head torch was reflecting off the snow batting off your face. And that's all you could see. And I see, know this, is he, April the, this is April the second, mate. See, speaking about Snowden, can you remember you had those Solomon shoes on? They had really good spikes on them for going up the, the trail. Graham had good trail shoes on To go up Snowden, and I had my my road shoes on, and I could. Oh, you were sliding. That I nearly fell. I nearly killed myself on that mountain going up it because it was icy. The snow was that compacted. This one, but and the path was shaped off to a slant, and I was oh, doing, I, don't I was doing right? my hands. It it was horrendous, man. I was terrified. getting up there. The only thing I could think, if, I don't I we think
0: go- about when you were sliding, like you were almost formed down. The Only thing I could think about was this is gonna be called three peaks, one men one week.
1: One men. One man, sorry. <laughs> one, man. <laughs> one man One man. One man in his coffin. Nice that was that was rather no, no, just... imagine, imagine you get put in a coffin at the top of the Ben Snowden and we just push you all the way down. <laughs> then you might six feet in the pond. No,
0: there's
1: a train. There's a train at the top of Snowden that can take you up. That can take you down. But that wasn't in. Action. Like everything was just completely covered, nice and snowed. Oh, yeah. like it was. No, that's real. what I'm saying. Like, see that first. So, in, in short, we only managed one
0: day of the challenge because of the injuries that we that we'd, uh accumulated over the, the weeks before as We said so we yeah. managed 53 miles with injuries. Like we were injured when we woke up. Um, we just thought we'd give it a bash and see what we could do but I don't know yeah. if any, anyone's been to Wales in near Snowden, but that was a hilly 53 mile we'd done in training even the, six, the 60 miler with tent on it that we'd done yeah. but we, we hadn't climbed as high
1: as what it was in that day in
0: Wales Remember
1: I wish had it was the, I had the yep. if you scroll back you'd need to be scrolling you'd be scrolling for a while but it's on our Strava aye so, it was 5,000 feet I think it's mental you're up and doing those Welsh Dales and it's like you're climbing up these farm roads and you were going to way up into the clouds and then you're coming down. And they were just like rolling hills all the way up and. All the way to Liverpool. I, that's exactly where it was. And then we got to the side of a motorway and we just completely broke down and Graham had to pick us up and take us the last couple of miles to the hotel. We were absolutely done. That was probably, weather wise, that was the worst weather we could have asked for. I think it was just a disaster right from the get go that day. I think it was um, a sign. <laughs> on Snowden that night, that how how things were going to turn out. Yeah, it was... yeah.
0: So so day so day two we
1: had a, a police escort planned
0: and organised to take us through the Mersey Tunnel at four thirty am in the morning. So you have to to so if we didn't do that, we'd have added an extra half marathon on our journey. So we'd been able to organise that with the police in England. So we had to email them at night and cancel it. We just felt so alone. The room, I just felt as if I'd failed myself and failed. Everybody that put a lot of work and time into the challenge. But as <clears throat> I don't know if we said it at the start, we still managed to achieve, achieve the peaks. Uh, so we didn't we not we didn't give up totally, but we didn't complete the miles between the peaks, but we still went back down and completed a scaffold pike
1: on the Wednesday. Uh, yeah, we still, wa- we still still walked up them and, and got it done. <laughs> the, uh, up, just made it up scaffold pike. I wasn't done in, in the morning. Uh, yeah, my knee was
0: agony. We like we, we, we,
1: who's who's we, saying that story? We, we, had, we had all our accommodation booked. and uh, So we'd booked it all and we were like, "Oh, we might as well just go back down and go for it, stay in it, and then go for a wee night out in Keswick and do Scaffold Pike in the morning. So we, went out, we weren't even out late. We went out to watch the Liverpool, Liverpool in the Champions League. And um, I think we were out to about 12 o'clock. But our um, hotel, or hostel was down the, the Borrowdale Valley and we couldn't get it was seven miles away and we got, miles, we got a bus in nah, we, we couldn't get a taxi back at, because we didn't book a taxi there was no taxis because it was on a Wednesday night or it was a weekday and we, a came out, I, we came out we came out of this bar at the end of the night after Just we were, it wasn't even like a, a crazy night we just spent, had a few drinks and then we came back and we, we went and we went down to the taxi rank and we couldn't see there was no taxis at all like how are we going to get back here and we we're going to have to do this by foot and then there was a, a police car and it's sitting and we were freaking out because we we could be we had we literally had no Stop. contacts no way getting back and um, we you went up and asked the the policeman if he could take us back he's like you got yourself in this situation boys you need to get yourself out of it so we had no other way <laughs> to do it than run a hobble
0: Mate, when well, I fl- back to him, I was like, "I've just, I was injured. I
1: was injured, though. That's what Aye. made it ten times harder." we were hobbling, hobbling from Keswick seven miles to our hostel,
0: just following a white line in the road, the middle line, and, and the moon. Really
1: was a, the moon as well, because the moon was lighting up, lighting up the road as well. It was absolutely broke. The road is completely pitch black down there by the lakes. And We had to keep going for miles and miles and miles until we finally arrived at the the hotel. So the moral of that story is, if you're going out in Keswick, make sure you you book a taxi before you go because non-existent I <laughs> know that you just run seven mile home like, right. have one in the morning aye, do your knees no, I remember
0: waking up the next morning my knee was agony and I still had to climb Scaffold Pike I was like oh man <sighs> But, um, aye, so another part of that story from the night out in Keswick was that we'd been off the drink um, from 2nd of January for 90 days so it didn't take us too much to feel the drink on that night let me tell
1: you yeah absolutely but it was good but I went to just to not have to worry about getting up and it was obviously devastating that we didn't make it but it was also a nice feeling it was like bittersweet because you you didn't you know you didn't, didn't need to get up and hammer out another 60 miles but on the flip side of that you'd you'd failed the, the challenge which was absolutely crap mm-hmm no, was uh, devastating hmm but there's but,
0: there's
1: definitely areas where we could learn from eh? it uh, there's there a a lot of positives to take out of that of that full thing. The process we didn't we failed the challenge, but we didn't fail the, the process. We managed to to get all our training in. We did all of that right. We planned it as best we could. We put a hell of a lot of work into it. We also yeah, raised just We also raised uh, just shortly five grand for young minds as well. So if there's anything to take out of it, we raised yeah. a, a good whack of money right. for a, a a worthy cause, which absolutely that can give us some sort of comfort in it, even though it was devastating. We didn't manage to carry on with the challenge but hey-ho. it's the end of the world we can live we can learn we can come back stronger for the next time
0: mm-hmm.
1: so the key areas that we felt we got wrong and needed more probably knowledge and expertise and
0: where the lack of investigation into our current physical health and wellbeing prior to taking on the, the, the challenge mm-hmm. maybe just a wee bit more examining into what, like the 60 mile days might have probably benefited maybe from being a wee bit shorter rather than trying to push ourselves to do it in a week
1: mm-hmm. do you think yeah and consulting like a more specialised team around Inve- actually investing in like a proper maybe an endurance coach to write us up a proper tailored programme mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah, we're, quite, we're quite naive about the uh, totally the naive I think, I think challenge.
1: and I think most people are when they go and do something like that because there's no amount of preparation that can that can go into that to, to make you accomplish it I think a lot of them people are going in um, to the unknown most of the time but what else do you think that we, that we, where we went wrong? What, nutrition, do you think nutrition was a, a, key, a key area? Nutrition is different. That's it's
0: difficult. a tough one. I mean, we took advice from Mark Bob there, but so we were doing four, four four hour sessions. So it was like four in the morning to eight. Then it was half an hour to get food. So it was like eight to half eight, and then you do another four four hours, mm. and then you have half an hour for food, and then I mean, we planned. It was all
1: like Greek yogurt, wasn't it? Greek yogurt, and bagels. It was just calorie dense food. When we were trying, we were just experimenting each time we did day long runs. Just experimenting with different food to see which sat well with us in our stomach when we were doing it, because your digestive system is completely like under stress when you're doing that amount of work. Because you need to eat, you've got like maybe it was it four hours. Eating. Was it an hour break, a thirty-minute break? Wasn't it four hours and thirty minutes? A thirty-minute break. 30 minute minute even during I, the four hours. Even during it, but you that thirty-minute break is dedicated to getting to trying to get a lot of calories into your body. So once you've stuffed your face with whatever it is you're trying to trying to eat, like we were, we were trying to eat like bagels and with cream cheese and just trying to find things that we could eat that was half decent to eat. And then that was a, I was sitting bad in my stomach and giving me terrible heartburn during the the next stints that we were going out and doing. It was just, I think the key is to eat things that your body can just digest easily. For me, it's like you can just fire anything into soups or smoothies or uh, things like mince and, and li- as liquids. well, even though I didn't sit well you last time, but aye, things that are just easily, that can that you can swallow easily. I think bagels was a, was a, a tough one. Quite heavy in the old stomach. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But.
0: but going back to the challenge again, the the things we probably do differently are changing the daily distance to make it more achievable for our level. Mm-hmm. We're still on track to beat the the initial course record that we're still wanting to try and Aye. try and smash, which was aim for thirteen days. So we've still got a bit. But there's always a bit of leeway between the
1: a week and thirteen days. Uh definitely. And I think with doing the sixty miles a day, there were, you, you couldn't do it just walking. You had to run. You had to run bits of it to keep up your pace. So if you minimise that, then down to maybe like forty miles a day, you could maybe take a day and just walk it, and just take ages to do it. Just have as many breaks as you want. But if you're doing the forty miles, then you can still you can still cover that distance, and then the next day you can you can run bits and walk bits, so you mm-hmm. can you can break it down exactly. a bit more. Um, yeah, you can make it more manageable, definitely. <laughs> yep. Um, but. Aye, so that was that was some of the, the, the key areas that we felt we, we, we went wrong. We needed a bit more expertise in. But there was certainly a lot of areas that we felt we did well considering it was our first Aye, time nice it was the well, first time planning something to that scale because that was a, a year in the planning, like getting up early, working together, constantly back and forth with each other, constantly trying to contact people to give us advice with with this effort. So so the, the key things that we thought we did well were our discipline, we're our training and getting up early and our belief was certainly through the roof at this point off the back of our West Highland way. We networked really well with other people in terms of uh, getting advice from people who've already maybe done things like this before. We just didn't network enough in terms of the coaching side of things. We planned the route and logistics. I thought, I thought that was spot on because we managed to get in touch with obviously the police to escort us through that tunnel and everything like that was planned meticulously. So we never changed anything about that. We fundraised a good whack of money as well and <laughs> we advertised that, well we did quite well, we from the local rag a couple of times and we managed to print about 300 posters off and get them, get them about and I think that contributed a lot to, to the fundraising effort which was good. Aye,
0: definitely. I don't think so, we would have
1: achieved this 5,000 target. No, definitely not. So I think uh, there was a lot of positives to take from that and there's a lot we've learned from it in terms of how to plan something like this. Mm-hmm. But just maybe about our training approaches is, is something we need to work on going forward.
0: I'm sure we will if we, if we, if we, if we attempt it in next year. We're hoping to do it next year again. So,
1: What would your key takeaway message be then? Uh, don't stay out late in Keswick without booking a taxi pretty simple that simple short and sweet and i my, my key takeaway message is see what your own limits are by doing things like this it's it's interesting to know how far you can actually go if you if you set yourself a challenge most folk won't set themselves a massive challenge like this but if you do then it's, it's it's always exciting to see how far you can actually push yourself it doesn't need to be something physical it can be something in something else that you're interested in or something that excites you so whatever that may be
0: or yourself? My key takeaway message would be the the balance between the performance and and the logistics side of things. It's, it's, it's a constant battle to find a balance between putting the miles in on a sixty mile day, but also organising the logistics around support crews because you still mm. need support on your on your big train days. Yeah. So it was like a constant battle between the two. Um and it's I just have,
1: making sure that what's that? it's just a total team effort like you, you can't do it on your own like you need you need that support yep you need it you need it
0: right at the right times as well so that's, that's what I would my key takeaway take, takeaway message would be like if you're going to set a challenge like over a marathon that's an ultra you have to bear in mind it's, it's not just going to be you you need other people around you to yeah. to help you with nutrition to help you with compete mm-hmm. for example first blisters or Aye. have a spare pair of shoes it's just there's loads of wee things that you don't take into consideration, and the battle between trying to find the balance between the performance side of it is from putting the miles in. And that's the easy side, that's the
1: easy bit for me. Yeah, the hard bits are logistics and the kind of, the wee things around that. So, right, another, another, it. another thing that we, for, we, we forgot to mention is what we do going forward is really just listening to your body much better in training. So, if you're feeling a niggle. Or you feel like you need to take a rest day. Take a rest day. Your body, your body needs it. Don't think because you've got that down in a program that you need to go out and do it. Listen to what your body's telling you. It's doing that for a reason. It's giving you these signs. You've got an inflamed Achilles tendon because you need to give it a rest. You've got a sore knee because you need to give it a rest. Listen to it. Don't, be, don't try and be the big man and push through and, and you'll, you'll get the benefit you your training. Train smarter. Try and get more. Well, from doing less. well, said. well said, big one. What do you think? What do you think about that one, eh, for a finisher? Well said, more with less. Wow. More more is less. Less is more, sorry. Less is more. Oh, less is more. Less, less is more. more. Quality, not quantity. Oh, I, don't, I don't
0: know what you're talking about. I don't anyway. What, what, what are we talking about again? <laughs> more is less or something. Less is more.
1: Less <laughs> is more in this day and age son. <laughs> right, well. Thanks again for tuning in to the podcast. We hope you've enjoyed our story on our Three Peaks expedition, even if we didn't manage to accomplish it. But hopefully in the future, maybe next year, all going well, we might be able to get the, the wheels back in motion with this challenge and try and accomplish it somewhere or another. But we hope you took something from this episode. And if you enjoyed it, could you please, we would really appreciate it if you gave us a wee review on Apple or Spotify um, because that really helps us out with with getting out there, we've had some good feedback so far. Uh, it's always interesting to see the the small impact that it's having at such an early stage, which is it's great. You know, we're we're getting some some messages from friends and people we we don't often keep in touch with, saying how they're enjoying keeping up with the podcast and that they're interested in it. So that's given us the motivation to keep it going, and then hopefully more people it it, it gets to more people and and it has the same the same effect. So. Hi. With well, that being said Enjoy any your weekend chance you can ju- Any um, chance you
0: can just Share it everybody Any chance please I'll Just a wee
1: share Takes two seconds Get a like and a share Thank you <laughs> Right Have a good weekend everybody And we will be back again Next week For more of A wee bit of everything Take care Bye bye